Well, hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to today's broadcast. Yes, I know I didn't come live yesterday because I don't do I don't do Saturday, so won't be live on Saturday. Won't be live on Monday, at least this year anyway. And uh, but we'll be back on Tuesday. So if you're looking for us again, but for today we are here, and we're going to continue on with the series that we were. Um, where we're discussing how much sugar is in your food. This is part two. I want to welcome you to today's broadcast. If you don't know who I am, I'm Teresa T.L. Matthew. I am the founder of SARE Nutritional Therapy. That is S-A-I-R-N-T dot com. That's the website. That's where you'll be able to uh, to find me. And I'm also the uh, founder of Some Foods, the maker of Some Sweet. That is the product that you see um, when you come into the broadcast, uh, some sweet is the most spectacular. I can say that sweetener on the market. It tastes absolutely wonderful. It tastes like sugar, has a sweetness uh, profile of sugar. It bakes like sugar, but it is not sugar. It's a great tasting sweetener. And um, so if you want to get that, you can head over to sumsweet.com that is s-u-m-s-w-e-e-t dot com all right and so and thanking you for joining us today we're going to hop right in mom is on the line and tuning in as well so going to jump right in today we're continuing on talking about how much sugar is in your food little bit of housekeeping here. You're going to see grams as it relates to the amount of food um, and the portion and the portion sizes. And want to let us know that 100 grams is 3.52 ounces, and we'll put that right at about a half cup. All right, so that that's our our measure. All right, so 100 grams is 3.52 ounces, and that's just about a half cup, okay? So we're going to just keep going here. And just so that we know how many ounces is in a half cup, a half cup is four ounces, one cup is eight ounces, a quarter cup is two ounces, okay? So that kind of should help us out here. All right, so here we go. We're going to start out by looking at, let's see, I'm going to go with bread. Um, we're going to get, I'm going to put, put up the um, infographic about bread. And the reason why I choose, I'm going to choose bread is because when I first started, um, when I, when I, whenever I would try and stop eating sugar, my next highest craving was for bread, was yeast bread with butter. Oh my gosh. Right. So I could butter bread and butter. I love bread and butter. So that's going to be the, that's going to be, that's the reason why I choose this one next, because I know a lot of people have cravings for bread. When you're trying to come off of, when you're trying to come off of sugar, your bread intake will increase. And, um, a lot of times, and we don't even, and you don't even realize it. And the hardest thing for people is like, you know, just a simple sandwich and having sandwich breads and, 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 and there's really not any, I mean, there are options out there for, for low carb bread. 
And uh, yeah, there are options out there for low carb bread. Okay. All right. So let's take a look at this chart coming up on the screen. I'm going to give me just a moment while I go find mine here because I can't actually see that. It's really small for me. So do not tell me I did not love my bread chart. So bear with me just a moment. Right. So it's kind of strange that I don't have my bread chart up. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Let me get my bread chart. There we go. Bread. So Looking at the bread chart so we can see across the top of the chart, the glycemic index helps predict how these bread types might affect blood glucose. Um, important information if you have type 2 diabetes. It is very important if you have type 2 diabetes. It's also important if you are in uh, met, have metabolic syndrome. It's important if you are uh, pre-diabetic because these are the contributing factors that will end up leading you to actually progressing into type 2 diabetes if you, these are things that you cannot um, begin to get under control. So you see here we have uh, GI, which is from the glycemic index. And this, uh, this information is coming from the scientific literature. And you see the gram servings there for all of this is 30 grams. All right. So that's, a, that's the gram serving size. And uh, the glycemic load is um is what's next and we're gonna get we're gonna um, we're gonna talk about the difference between glycemic index and glycemic load but for now we're gonna just focus on the glycemic index and the teaspoons of sugar so how much does one small 30 gram slice affect blood glucose compared to four uh four gram teaspoons of table sugar so that's a that that means that that teaspoon of table sugar would weigh about four grams. So white bread is a 71 on the glycemic index, and that is giving you 3.7 teaspoons of uh, sugar. Okay, brown bread um, is 74, and brown bread is has a uh, molasses in it. Um, that's what makes it uh, to be brown. Um, and it, a 30 gram size is 3.3 teaspoons. Rye bread, which is 69% whole grain uh, rye flour, is a 78 on the glycemic index and is giving you four teaspoons of sugar. Whole grain barley, which is made of 50% barley, is 85 on the glycemic index. And it's giving you 5.5 teaspoons of sugar. And wholemeal, which is um, just basically stone ground flour, like whole wheat um, bread, uh, it's giving you 50, it's 59 on the glycemic index, it's 2.6 uh, teaspoons of sugar. Okay. Um, pita, a whole wheat pita, is 56 on the glycemic index and it's 2.9 teaspoons of sugar. Oatmeal, 
that is 62 on the glycemic index and it's giving it's 3.3 teaspoons of sugar. And for those of you who are looking at the infographic and you can see that, that 2.6 and 2.9, it's actually showing like more like three um, teaspoons. Well, because, you know, when we learned in math, we do averages. And so um, six is over five and that gives you that you round it up. So that gives you basically like three teaspoons. Okay. So these, that's the glycemic index for bread. And you, as you can see, um, if you had two slices of white bread, you would be getting, um, was that, that's 3.7. You would be getting about 7.4, um, teaspoons of sugar, right? With that's, that's your sandwich, right? Two slices of bread. So that's what you would be getting. So as you can see, when we're trying to um, watch our carb intake and watch uh, the amount of sugar that we're actually having in our food, and and this is basically food, this would be, I would say this is probably in some cases minimally processed, but this is what's naturally occurring in this, um, especially when you get to like rye and whole grain barley, but you can see how many carbs or how many teaspoons of sugar it is. And so it doesn't always make it necessarily better for you. That's why they say to cut it out. You know, like if you're trying to lose, we're not going to say weight, but you know, you're trying to lose fat, you want to cut that out. Um, because, and especially when you're, um, you're pre-diabetic, insulin resistant, it's ultimate, ultimate into, in, um, insulin resistant is being type 2 diabetic but you can see how you want to cut those things out of your diet or men or you know minimize the amount of it that you're eating right so that's just looking at that and i'm trying to get back to you guys here get back on my screen so i can see myself i can't see myself i can just see the chart but so what do you guys think about that you know, if you're out there, you know, come on, let me know where you're, where you're viewing us at. Just give me a, a, just put a note in the comments. Let me know where you're viewing us from and where you're coming from. Um, and comment. And what do you think about that? Do you have problems with bread? Do you, are you a bread eater and really love a lot of bread? Or do you want, you know, or is other things, you know, that what you, is that what, what your advice is, you know? But either way, for your body, it's sugar, right? So your body is sugar addicted, and it's going to get that from wherever it can, right? It's going to get that from wherever it can. So when I quit sugar, and I was trying to quit sugar, my next go-to was bread. And I would eat bread. I would, You know, Sam's Club has those big, you know, those big... um bags of bread and i would go and buy those rolls and i would be bread and butter bread and butter see but that was what i was using to fit into the place of the um of the of the the carbs that i was having i was using the bread and butter right so no sugar but bread and butter all right so we're going to go to the next infographic um I don't know. We have, let's see, I want to try and get through all of these today because um, they're, you know, there's, there, I have five 
I'm going to try and get through all of them. So let's see. So the next one we're going to talk about, um, let's go with um, fruit and then fruit and veggies because there, there's a fruit and veggie chart and there's a fruit chart. We'll start with the fruit chart and then we'll, we'll um, progress on over to the fruit and veggie charts because I know there's going to be some overlap there. Um, let's see. Oops, let me scroll here and see what, make sure I get hit on my chart. Yeah, we'll go to the fruit and, fruit and veggies and then we'll go to the white, brown and green foods after we do the fruit and veggies. And then we'll do the common breakfast. All right, so let's take a look now. Um, the chart I'm going to be putting up is going to be uh, fruit and veggies. So just a second. I don't you to be on the screen. It's not your time, some sweet is not your time. <laughs> All right. So and let's make sure you can see the fruit and veggies chart there. Or the fruit chart, sorry. This is the fruit the infographic and we're going to just go over some fruits. Um now I know that I say I say a lot here that when you have um when you're having if you're looking at fruit that maybe sometimes especially if you're type 2 diabetic type 2 diabetic you should not have fruit or a lot of fruit because it, the the uh the the consequences of the negatives far outweigh the positives of the fruit but you can have you can have fruit and it of course it's everything in moderation and everybody's body is different so we just want to make sure that we're looking at that and and looking um making sure that we're, um we're looking at what we can have you have to know how it's going to affect your body and I'm getting an unstable internet connection signal there. So you want to let me know if it's everything is still good. Okay. All right. So on this chart, it's showing that 120 grams, each serving size, 120 grams, that puts you right at about a half cup because 120 grams is about 4.23 ounces. So, all right. So it said I'm good again. So 120 grams is about 4.23 ounces. So this is right about at a half cup serving size. And again, we're looking here um, on the GI, uh, which is the glycemic index. The scientific literature has provided this information. So on the, G, uh, the glycemic index chart and comparing to how much teaspoons of, of uh, table sugar. All right. So. A banana, and we we talked about a banana before, um, 62 on the glycemic index. It provides about 5.9 uh, teaspoons of sugar. That's close to six teaspoons of sugar. And this is um, going by a four, your, your teaspoon of sugar would weigh about four grams, okay? Your teaspoon of sugar would weigh about four grams. And so... That's what that's what we're comparing that to. All right. And let's see.
All right, so you, yeah, that will weigh about four grams. I'm sorry. Yeah, the teaspoon of sugar will weigh about four grams. And then, so then we have grapes, black grapes um, are 59 on the glycemic index. That's, and again, all of this is for 120 gram serving size, which is a half cup. So a half cup of, of black grapes would be, a, would be 59 on the glycemic index. And that's four, um, equivalent to four teaspoons of sugar, right? Four teaspoons of sugar. A golden delicious apple is 39 on the glycemic index. And for a half cup of that, it's equivalent to 2.2 teaspoons of sugar. Watermelon, fresh watermelon is 80 on the glycemic index. And that's equivalent to 1.8 um, teaspoons of sugar. And I just had watermelon. Oh my goodness, I won't get into that, how delicious it was, but it was so delicious. Had my house smelling like a Jolly Rancher's candy. Yes, it did. Mm -mm -mm. Anyway, fresh nectarines, uh, 43 on the glycemic index. It is 1.5 teaspoons of sugar. An apricot, a fresh apricot is 34 on the glycemic index. It's 1.1. Uh, teaspoons of sugar, the equivalent. And strawberries, fresh strawberries are 40 on the glycemic index and it's 1.4 um, teaspoons of sugar. So as you can see there, there are some foods that are um, better for you. So at, even at the different, at the equal portion size of 120 grams, that is a half cup, Banana is the highest, giving you 5.9 teaspoons of sugar, equivalent to almost nearly six teaspoons of sugar. And an apricot is the lowest, a fresh apricot at 1.1 teaspoons of sugar for a half cup serving. So you can see, you can choose the various foods. And we're going to get into that um, glycemic load. Because looking at the the apricot and looking at um, looking at the apricot, and it is like the best of both worlds as far as as far as glycemic load goes and um, glycemic index. So it it it's the best of both worlds. So you can see there. So which one of these fruits is your favorite? I mean, mine is watermelon out of this and I've been eating nectarines too because I you know I told you guys that I bought some nectarines and they were not quite right but I've been eating nectarines as well and um and uh watermelon but this is nature's candy everybody this is nature's candy this is what what happens in nature and the good thing about fresh fruit is that it comes along with the fiber and again I I always say I do not um do not purify this I'm not purify puree this don't puree it don't um blend it down to make smoothies or whatever because that's pre-digesting the food and even though you will still be getting the fiber and everything with it is pre-digesting and it's going to make it it's it's going to go into your blood your blood system your your, your it's going to be digested faster so when you um puree it you you blend it you make smoothies out of it it's going to digest even faster so it's better to just eat them eat it whole 
and let the you know let the enzymes in your saliva do the work to to help to break down the food and and the digestion process to go um the way it naturally should go because as you can see you're already if you had a banana you're getting you're going to get um, six teaspoons of sugar this is naturally occurring and and even though when we're talking about sugar um when we're talking about sugar and the added sugar what we normally are talking about is the added sugar to our foods but when you already have a metabolic condition you don't want to you have to add, you have to count all of the sugar um not just the added sugar so you you don't want any added sugar at all and you really just want to you want to focus on sugar in in general cuz if you if you have diabetes um if you have um any other metabolic syndrome if you're insulin resistant period you want to focus on the total amount of sugar that you're getting um, into your body. So you want to manage that very well. All right. So we're going to look at the fruit and vegetables chart. So I'm bringing that one to the screen now. And again, we're not taking it today. Um, just going to try and power through this. But if you're liking this content, give us a thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. All right. So let's look at the glycemic um, index. Um, and again, using the glycemic index, this is going to predict how fruits and vegetables affect blood glucose. So here we have varying serving sizes um, because this is the fruit and vegetables chart. So we got varying service, serving sizes here. But again, remember that we're comparing to one teaspoon, uh, one teaspoon of table sugar that is um, weighs four grams, right? So now, so comparing the fruits... So we're going to start with the vegetables on here. So a boiled potato, and I think we looked at this the other day, is 96 on the glycemic index, and it's going to give you 9.1 teaspoons of sugar, right? And that's at, that's for 150 gram serving size. And for those who for those who are asking, what's 150 grams? 150 grams is a little over um, a little over half a cup. I would say that would probably put you into the two-thirds cup range. It's 5.29 um, ounces. And so that would probably put you at right about two-thirds cup. It's it's not quite a cup, but it's not quite, you know, it's... But I would say that that I say that would be a good estimate for two uh, for two thirds of a cup. Um, and again, you want to weigh your food. And if you if you're um, if you're weighing your food, you will definitely be able to because I mean, how much that food weighs? You put it in the measuring cup at that size, and then you you put it on your food scale, and then you'll be able to know exactly how much your food is weighing. Okay, but we're talking a boiled potato, 150 grams, say around two thirds cup portion, um, 9.1 teaspoons of sugar. Sweet corn is 80 grams, and that's uh, four teaspoons of sugar of 60 on the glycemic index. Frozen peas is 51 on the glycemic index, 80 gram serving size is 1.3 teaspoons of sugar. Cabbage. It's the best of all. It's 10 on the glycemic index um, for an 80, um, an 80 gram serving size. 
and it's less than one teaspoon of sugar. And that also includes salads, which is, you know, like all of your lettuces, broccoli, um, cauliflower. I forget what a currigette is. Let me, let me, let me find that what a currigette is for you guys. Let's see here. Currigette. I forget what that is. Um, I think it's like a zucchini it's some type of um squash or or a cute it's in the cucumber squash and melon family so i would say it's probably close to a zucchini okay a currigette so but as you can see that um those are all have less than uh one teaspoon of sugar so those are very good to have salad leaves salads all kinds of salad broccoli um uh, zucchinis, cucumbers, cauliflower, along those lines. So those are very good to have, very nu very nutritious, filled with your fiber, all your, you know, your micronutrients, and they're low in sugar, hardly any sugar. All right. Um, and so let's go back. Now we're looking at some more fruit here. We have raisins, 64 on the glycemic index for a 60 gram serving and that gives you 10.3 10.3 teaspoons of sugar it's quite a bit quite a bit um a banana again and here we have it at 62 on the um, glycemic index 120 gram serving it says 5.7 teaspoons of sugar but it's between 5.7 and 5.9 and it's gonna be based on the excuse me the size of the banana so when they were doing this, you know, based on the size of the banana with the chart, but you can pretty much go 5.7 and 5.9 uh, teaspoons of sugar, six teaspoons of sugar, either way you go, pretty much. Um, an apple, again, we looked at that already, the apple or the strawberry. So apple is 39, it's 2.3, for 120 gram serving, it's 2.3 um, teaspoons of sugar and the strawberry, 40 on the glycemic index, 1.4 teaspoons of sugar. So, as you can see, and this is real important because if you have this information, you can make up your, you can plan your food accordingly. If you are, and you should be meal planning and meal prepping. It, it's, I know it's something that, ooh, yeah, meal planning and meal prepping, you know, nobody really wants to do that. Um, Cause it, you know, it, it's time consuming, but you know, for your health, it's important. And it's important to know, you know, what you're getting in your diet, how much um, portions of this sugar, because especially if you happen to be, um, uh, if, like I said, if you have these um, illnesses and things in your body, you want to know that. All right, so we're right at the 27 minute mark. Let me see how many more charts do we have here, infographics, because we have covered, today we have covered fruit, we have covered bread and we have covered fruits and vegetables and we have two more charts so i guess this is going to mean that we're going to get to have another a part three of this and then we'll wrap it up um but as you can see your um it's important to uh, to watch what you eat because you're getting more sugar than what you actually think that you're getting. And 
that's the reason why I like to, um, that's the reason why I'm, I'm doing this and I'm talking about this because you're getting way more sugar than you think that you're getting. And we don't, you know, when, when we're struggling with our health, we're struggling with, um, what, what we're eating, you know, we're struggling with you trying to lose weight and you go, I don't eat. Like I used to say, I don't eat a lot. I don't eat, I don't eat a lot. And I didn't eat a lot, you know, and I still don't eat a lot. But the, what I was doing is I was eating foods that were very, that were high in carbs and high on the glycemic index. And that had an impact on my blood sugar because, I mean, you know, following behind, I had already had this sugar addiction that messed up, that made me insulin um, resistant. And so it didn't matter what I ate because if it had some, if it had sugar in it, then my body was like grabbing for the sugar, grabbing for, because it was already sugar addicted, already, um, already, uh, 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 insulin resistant cells don't want that extra fat cells do. So it didn't matter what I ate. The only thing you can do is to begin to reverse that insulin resistance. Um, and that's by going extremely low carb is going to start you down the path of um, reversing that insulin resistance, <clears throat> get you back to an area where you're insulin sensitive. Um, and then you can you know, go back to eating normal once you reach that sensitive um, state. But I think that for, um, and, and definitely cutting out all, all extra sugar, no extra sugar. If it doesn't come in nature sweetened that way, get rid of it. Don't, don't have it. And I say that, you know, don't, don't do the sugar. And I say that knowing how difficult it is, that's why I used some sweet. That's exactly why I use some sweet because I couldn't quit sugar. I couldn't do it by myself. And um and I couldn't taste I couldn't taste the sweet deliciousness of any fruit. And believe you me, we saw how much sugar is in those fruits and I couldn't taste that sweetness. It still would need it wasn't sweet enough and it would need more sugar. So that's why I'm saying to us, if you need um if you are struggling with sugar addiction, and you're struggling with trying to quit sugar and the sweeteners aren't doing it for you because they taste bad and it makes it hard to stick to what it is you're doing, get you some Some Sweet Plus. That's going to help you kick that sugar addiction. It helped me and it helped a lot of people that I know. Okay. It helped them to kick the sugar addiction. So get you some Some Sweet Plus to help you kick that sugar addiction. You can get that at sumsweet.com. Go to sumsweet.com to get yours go to sumsweet.com to get your um to get your um your bag of uh, some sweet plus also if you want to get a nutritional assessment go over to sairnt.com go to sairnutritionaltherapy.com and that's sairnt.com click on about Click on the about tab, scroll down, you will see the um you'll see the nutritional assessment as well as a fat loss assessment. Okay. So it's been wonderful being with you guys today. 
And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for hanging in there with me. And then um, on the next broadcast, we're going to go over, we're going to continue on with how much sugar is in your food. And we've got some, um, it got some exciting things that are coming up as well. We're going to look at the glycemic index versus the glycemic load. We're going to do that as well. And I got a special something that steps a little bit out of talking about sugar. And it's going to talk about uh, stressors in the body, uh, things that cause stress in the body. The One of the things that cause me the most stress. And I want to help us to eliminate that for ourselves too. Doesn't have anything to do with food. Got something to do with technology. But you guys are going to see. So hang out with me for that in the future. All right. Until next time, I just want to say peace and blessings.